The secret is out. For decades, your organization stayed in the shadows, hiding the truth. But now we know they're among us. Heroes. And monsters. The world is full of wonders. We can't explain everything we see, but our eyes are open. So what now? There are no more shadows for you to hide in. Something impossible just happened. What are you going to do about it? Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Colson Lives, an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. As always, I am Daniel James. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hengate-Hawk. Yeah, episode 3. It's an exciting episode because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got picked up for a full season the other day. Oh, it's, it's official now? Yes. Awesome. I think they were ready to throw too much money at it for it to get anything less. Yeah, yeah I, I never really expected it. On special effects. I remember with Arrow, it was like, oh, no, no, this is on a CW, and uh, it's kind of a niche audience. We could, get, we could totally get screwed. And then they got picked up for another half of a season. You're like, oh, man, this is, gonna, this is murder. And then it's like, <laughs> all right, now we're picking them up for season two. We were like, yes. I don't think we have to worry about that too much with this. I'm yeah. okay with that. Where's the drama? Where's the sense of adventure? I don't need to get my drama there, dear. I don't. I his glasses do. I'm sorry. The dent in my head now. We sit close to each other when we podcast. Sometimes. It's romantic. <laughs> it's so I can poke him when he starts fiddling with stuff. Good. We appreciate oh, that. In reach. <laughs> my secret plan. All right, so we'll go ahead and get into the our general overview, and yeah, let's let's take it off, take off and start talking about the the plot, how how we thought of the plot, what's going on there. I mean, we we start off with some truck driver who's driving along and is like, "Why are we watching a truck driver?" Oh, yeah, we thought thing. he was drunk too. We thought he was totally he drunk. Went at super first. drunk. Yeah, and they did a good job of like, he's not an agent. Like he he actually just felt like a normal truck driver. And then when the black trucks pulled up beside him, I thought that they were they were spooks. They were trying to pull him over. I didn't realize they were he was with them until one of them exploded, and he was I like, thought, "Oh shit! I oh shit!" I thought that they were with him, but I I wasn't sure that this was actually a shield operation <sighs> until he pulled up that really really cool. Um, windshield control panel that was awesome that was pretty (laughs) solid and you know why we knew they weren't shield vehicles or didn't think they were shield vehicles because they didn't have the big shield logo on everything which is kind of unrealistic (laughs) for the world that they presented to us yeah for especially for you know a top secret government society well this is a red this is a red level asset that's true so it's, it's really true. on on the down low. <laughs> Super down low. Meaning they they drive the same like SUVs just without a logo on them. <laughs> they just take the logo off. Yeah. Well, it's it's a cling. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just a magnet. That makes sense. <laughs> so they just take it off. It's like uh, the delivery. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go into stealth mode. 
hold on a minute, I gotta roll it up. You know, if it gets wrinkled, then you have such a horrible time putting it back on. You can't have any creases. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, Fury gets furious. Uh, Punches your puns. Yeah. You punch yourself right now, Dan James. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) Why did I punch myself that hard? I don't know. Oh, you could have gotten away with a lot less. You could have just hit the desk and pretended like you got punched. Yep. Oh, well, that's what but happens. Anyway, I'm committed that's, that's... to this podcast. <laughs> so Colson. <laughs> so Colson. Um, it sounded like uh, Truck Driver Dude was talking to Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury. I did not hear that. Okay. I couldn't, I go back and listen I couldn't again. tell, but it would make sense. And then on my second watch through, there's a lady that talks in, uh, speaks in too, and that sounded like Maria Hill. So that's probably more likely. Yes. Could be. I'll have to give it another listen. Yeah, it's the first fifteen minutes, first ten minutes. We can go watch that again. Yeah. And you could probably splice that in. <laughs> yeah. Right here. Big boy, this little boy. How things go down at the chicken coop? Waystation inspector needs to learn some adult words and a bit of hygiene, but he waved us through. The cargo is secure. Looks like a clean shot from here. Roger that. Little girl will take point on your front door. See you at the drop stop, Mac. I'm clear. Shield Region CT, this is Agent Mac. We are under attack from an unseen I don't know why. Agent Mac, advise nature of threat over. What in the holy that was cool. Oh, that was interesting. <laughs> I have no opinion on the matter, however, because I have not just listened to it yet. <laughs> Magic of editing. So let us know what you think. Is is it Cole, or Fury in Maria Hill, one or the other, or both, or am I just hearing things that I wish I could Or are hear? you just being a racist? What? Uh, never mind. What? Nothing. I can't say the thing. Is Move was, on. I'm the racist one. Moving on. So then we realize that, you know, the dude that was all like, are we there yet? Was actually some super genius scientist that got kidnapped Mm -hmm. who worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. It makes way more sense with what you find out later, why he's so blasé when they open the door. Because it's obvious that those are not S.H.I.E.L.D. people. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're in camouflage instead of... They're in camouflage. They're not in black tax suits suits or regular suits. And they also, you know, tore open the back of the truck with a stolen excavator as opposed to just opening the door. I am a little amused by the overkill of, we're totally hiding this dude and we're driving him in an extended semi. It's one guy in a chair. Yeah. And the overkill of using that excavator. I, I mean, right. I guess just... Well, the... I'm guessing that there's tons and tons of boxes in the back of that extended semi filled with the supplies that they're supposed to be hiding him in before you get to that shield safe door. That's true. But we do see a little bit of that. They might be biting into the side of the semi. Mm. But Maybe. still, I mean, it just—they've got this gravitonium device that we find out that—that's so elegant and <laughs> mysterious. And then it's like, all right, how do we get the door open? 
uh, let's buy an excavator. Let's, let's rent an excavator from some guy. Some dude. Just some, some random dude. Some doucher down the road. Paying with gold, obviously, from... Right, gold bricks. Right, gold bricks. Gold bricks from, <laughs> from this one place. Because they certainly weren't like uh, Fort Knox Mint or anything like that. No. Yeah. Like, look, it's a gold hunk, because that's totally. And why, and why was he carrying awesome. it on his horse? Yeah, that whole thing. That it. Funny. Yes. Necessary. Mm. It felt like a western. Do, yes, do, it do did we feel ever? Like a do we ever get like? Was there actually any information that was? garnered from that guy that was worth it besides uh, the fact that someone rented his thing he never saw a face yeah because they analyzed the gold and found out what mine it came from and then right. it led to the owner That's ian, right. quinn. ian quinn i, I guess is the guy himself though is is pretty superfluous yeah and that scene was as well yeah. they, they could have easily just been like yeah we found the guy he had these on him why didn't the they analyze the, the metal? Why didn't they analyze the metal from the gravitonian device? Well, presumably, it's just metal. I mean, you, you'd have to. Sure. Yeah, but I don't know. I it, mean, they could have melted down reasonable. coke <laughs> cans and used that. So that's true. Gold is a lot. When I make my, a when lot I make my gravity, gravity devices. I make them out of melted down pop cans. <laughs> yeah. Melting the pop cans at the right temperature is the hardest part. They always get brittle. Well, yeah, <laughs> naturally. Yeah. It's true. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so they fi- follow... Go ahead, you go ahead. They, they follow the clues back to Ian Quinn in... Uh, what's what's the... Malta. Malta, yeah. And, and... Where he's beyond the geopolitical reproach. Yes. For some reason, that is necessary reason, to yeah, the plot. I think that even Malta would have a problem with him imploding a place. Yeah. Oh, he didn't want to implode the place. Well, but if he's going to be using this power, I think, you know, no matter how many times he says it's perfectly safe, something's going to happen. Like, I don't think they're going to want to have something scientists. that could potentially collapse a city. Yes. Because they say that that can definitely take out the compound, and the compound does not look small. Mm. So, at the, are we just we're just trying to get through the the preview, or are we actually making comments of what we thought? No, of we're it trying is? to get through. We're just tangenting all over the place. Okay, keep going. <laughs> a, a little bit of both. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, so yeah, they they decide that in order to infiltrate, since the shield has no grounds in Malta. They have to send somebody in. So Sky's all like, hey, look, I can get an Evite. And so she goes in to turn off the, the neodymium laser fence that he happens to have around the place so that Coulson and Grant can hop through for the three seconds while it reboots. Let me just say that I think it would have been hilarious if Grant had been a shade too slow and lost, like, the heel of his boot or something. Like, he's wearing combat boots, so there's a chunk of of hardened rubber there that he could lose. I just think or that would have been Or if he wanted to go to the fan mm-hmm. service, he could, have lo- he could have lost the seat of his pants. 
Not too close to his butt. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he might have actually lost one of his butt. If this wasn't supposed to be like a family-friendly kid show, then they could have easily done the pants butt pants Anyway, I think that would have been fun if he lost part of something. If he just goes around kicking, he starts kicking terrorist ass and tidy whities Yeah, that would have been hilarious. That would be the best. Never going to happen, but it would have been funny. <laughs> so they go through the whole plan, everything works fine, until Colson gets to Dr. Franklin Hall, and he's all like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I planned this whole kidnapping thing. I'm going to be destroying this gravitonium device. And yeah, Colson's like, um, no, that's going to blow up everything. I can't let you do that. So while standing on the window between the rooms, he fires downward and destroys the window. And, Dr. and the Hall. other guy is sucked out. That's the thing that I don't get about that scene. I think it was badly staged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was confusing visually. So anyway, he gets sucked down and in and through the into the gravi- gravitonium device, which would have been very difficult because the the, the wheels were spinning, spinning very very quickly. There. But he makes it into the blorb and gets swallowed by the blorb, and is never seen from again until the post the pre credits. Yeah. Hey-o. And everyone's happy as they escape. Yep. And Melinda May is all like, I need to be in the field because I'm badass. And Coulson is rusty. Yeah. I have, I have notes have, about have notes that, about but that we'll moment. get to Good. Cool. So, yeah, that's that's the plot. That's what happened. Very contrived. Yeah. Yeah. I am not loving whoever's doing their, their through-line scripting. Yeah, there this episode... Yeah, there's some great scenes, there's some great lines, but whoever's saying this is what's going to happen, and this is the MacGuffin, and all of this needs to, I don't know, something. They're not doing wonderfully. This episode was written by Marissa Tancherone and Jed Whedon. Yeah. Are two of the creators, and I'm usually liking their work. I usually like Ted Whedon too. I don't know. It's something like they're they're trying too hard. Yeah, like the first the pilot episode was kind of confused as to what it wanted to do. The second episode seemed like they kind of pinpointed uh, where they were going with the show, it, as far as the feel and everything yeah. of it. Yeah. And then this one was just kind of like, okay, we're going to dive right in and not do anything. Now that we're into the swing of things, let's give you a real episode. Well, I'm hoping that now that they've for sure been picked up for a full season, they can plan out a season arc. Yeah, that's a good point. And fill in. Mm-hmm. All the point. I think it would be a lot more coherent. Yes. I agree with that statement and hope very much that they do so. That's what Arrow did, and it got a lot better after the that happened. So, all right, let, let's go through our notes on the episode. What do you guys have? 
Uh, what's what's our first category? Usually we have like Are we category character yeah. stuff and then tech stuff and then blah blah blah. Yeah, let's uh, talk any more on plot if you have it, and then we'll go into characters. Uh, nope. Well, no, we've pretty much covered all the plot stuff. Oh, there's one point. There's one point where I, th- I figured we were gonna have some foreshadow, but we haven't yet. It might yet happen still. But there's a conversation between War Ward. Ward. Yeah. Between Ward and Sky, where she's like, "Let's not do pull-ups anymore. I don't want to do pull-ups anymore." And he he says, very foreshadowy. Well, when you're hanging from the side of a building, twenty stories up, you'll want to do one. Yeah. Like foreshadow, and then it's. I'm kind of happy that it didn't happen this episode because they've been doing that a lot, where they've it's been true. giving us something at the beginning, and then immediately giving us the payoff about. Two thirds, three fourths of the way. And we did through. still have that this episode with the with the gun trick. Yep, and um, Ward's uh, reason to become part of Shield, mm-hmm. yeah. or that defining moment, as he says. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, there is happened. good setup and payoff in this episode, uh, in in that fashion. I think it's well written. Yeah. Yeah, and we and we saw the double double cross coming, and we saw the yeah. I mean, like the idea that Sky was going to go in, and then she sort of sold Shield out to get into the office. I was like, yeah, I think she's really just selling Shield out just to get into the office. Like it's her, it's her only final yeah. gambit that she, she has. She was never in. going to go in and play their thing straight. She yeah. just either she was going to get extra nervous and blow it that way, or she was going to get caught like she was, and then she'd have to improvise, which is what she's good at. Honestly, she's good at improvising. She's not so good at following a laid out set of instructions. Just follow my orders, and we'll get out of here safe. I mean, she's not. Thanks, she's just Lord. not very good at it, but she's great at on the fly. Yeah. And there was a nice little spy jargon talk uh, bit in the middle of the party scene, which was funny. She's like, I see, I see big papa blah 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 blah, and she's like, what? She's like, uh, I see, I see Quinn. I'm gonna go talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> and the constantly touching the ear. Yeah. There was one point where she sort of checking in. I was like, get your hand away from your face. Get your hand away from your. Oh my god. There was a lot of stuff that just didn't feel new about this episode, um, but it worked. I mean, oh, we've got the new person who's the only one who can go in. What a surprise. Oh, she's about to betray them. What a surprise. Oh, not no, actually betraying them. Really. What a surprise. What a surprise. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, story-wise, not the best. I think it was still written fairly well due to the character development that um, happens during this episode. Nice segue, yeah. homie. Let's talk character development. Yes, let's. Almost like I planned that. <laughs> you know the hardest part about boxing? Getting punched in the face? Keeping your hands up. Why do we even have to do this? I'm sure Fitzsimmons, supervising officer, didn't make them do this muscle stuff. You said you wanted to be a field agent, like Colson? Uh, if you'd like to switch disciplines. Hey, Simmons. What did your SO give you guys for morning drills? Oh, atomistic attribute drills. Yeah, we named the uh, mechanical, chemical, thermal... Electrical properties of okay, materials. Okay, okay, they made your point. 
There will come a moment when you have to commit to this or bail. Every field agent has a defining moment. Ask Colson. When you have to make the hard call. To either dedicate yourself to this or to curl up in a ball and run. How can you run if your girl's up in a ball? It's my job as your SO to make sure you don't die before then. Come on. So it was yours, Agent Ward. Ten minutes. Your defining moment. Come on, tell me. I want to know. I could get Colson to give you some of that truth serum. You could spill your little heart out to me again. You mean my level one overshare that miraculously got you to cooperate? I hate to tell you this, rookie, but we don't have a truth serum. Changing course. Briefing in three. Ah, looks like we're on the move. <laughs> Almost. Well, we've got a good arc for Sky. Definitely. I mean, prime, this episode is pretty much about her. Yes. I think a lot of them are going to be pretty much about her for a while. I hope and so. Until we get okay. more interesting yeah. characters. Well, she's the she's the one who's still trying to get into the fold on 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 Shield. As mm-hmm. long as we keep having her being the the focus point, we can learn more about Shield and learn more about Shield until the point where she like pulls a sweets from Bones and becomes a field operative. And that at that point in time, we can start exploring other people's arcs as well. But yeah. it makes sense for her to be. Front, front, oh, what's the word I used? Fifth miles of the day. Front runner? No, like for, for, foregrounded is the word I used. Oh, I like that. Foregrounded. It works. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. But I like the way we've got a very obvious bookend with the training scene. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's literally showing watching her develop. She goes from not caring about the the fighting stuff at all to slowly but surely taking it more seriously to using skills that she's learned and then and then caring more about it to the point where she's practicing it on her own. And really practicing it, not just he's standing there, so I have to hit this punching. Yeah, rabbit punching it. <laughs> yeah. I can punch better than that. That's not saying That's very much. Too. In punching things? Haven't you? No. In oh, throwing, throwing things. things right. <laughs> I did really like the moment too, where at the beginning when she and Ward are talking, then Ward like looks over and asks Fitz Simmons something, and you see Sky and she's just pretending half-assedly to punch it. She just like taps the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Just punch, 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 punch. <laughs> I get the point, but I still don't want to punch this. Punch, punch. Yeah. That was pretty funny, actually. We had some interesting stuff going on with uh, with Colson, which I think we should talk about more when we get to speculations. But the way he was talking about, you know, I I'm a field agent. I go into the field. I saw a lot of action with the Avengers, Avengers. name drop. Um, and, and then, then May, May right after saying, and then you died. Then you died. Yep. I like that. That was a good line. And, and I think best coming from May, I think it wouldn't have worked nearly as well from anybody else. No. It would have been less real coming from May. I think. Yeah. yeah. May's the most like, straightforward character. The only other who potentially pulled it off was Ward, but Ward's just been letting the secret that he's alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again. May made sense, yeah. 
we see May develop today because she goes from very specifically not wanting to be uh, in the field to... And telling Coulson off about it. And telling Coulson off yeah. about it. And then halfway through the operation, she's sitting there going, I fucking hate being here. Yeah, you can see that when she's when she's there in in their control room going, if I was there, I would do this so much better. I want to reach through here and kind of beat you all about the head because what are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> It's all on her face. It's the, I can do this, and why can't, I'm stuck, I'm stuck out here, I can't help you. Yeah. I think Fitzsimmons had a really good chance chance to grow in this episode, but they didn't really. So it's like, here's a guy who we're trying to save who was their mentor, and then he gets thrown into a gravity field, a gravity well. And then he's gone. And then he's gone, and we don't see any of the of the reaction to that. Well, I'm wondering if that's because they gave that time for the after reaction to seeing what happens to the gravity thing ball, that's whatever. True. Which was twice as long as it needed to be and oh, probably yeah. three times as long as I would have liked it to be. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't need all of that. I liked the payoff of the hand at the very end, mm-hmm. but it didn't need all of that buildup. We didn't need to see all of that. Fun fact, uh, the guy who is the name of the doctor, I can't remember his name, hold on. Franklin Hall. Franklin Hall is actually a Marvel supervillain named Graviton who was thrown into, who was thrown into, he, he caused an explosion while he was working on a teleportation field. Uh, and the experiment that he was working with had built up a lot of Graviton particles, which makes, which sounds so much better than, than Gravitonium element. Because graviton particles sounds like something that could be generated like a well, it is a thing Higgs boson, and it's actually a thing, right? And because it doesn't gravi- sound like you're trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. Right. We actually—that's why I went and so I grabbed like, my notebook because gravitonium. I'm sorry if you're gonna make things up, at or, least make them up with an interesting name or like if you're gonna make if you're gonna make an element like gravitonium because this is not something that actually exists have a, have have a, a new element get created tony stark style like when he came up with what's the name of the thing that he well, used in, we in iron man 2 think too? it's vibranium but we're not positive no, no no he makes something in he makes a new element in in two that that yes is his new thing that he uses instead of palladium yeah, I don't think they ever give it a name, so we'll probably just us. call it Tonium. It's, it's by <laughs> it, well, speculation that his dad knew what it was. So it's something like the Tesseract. It's because it's we have the speculation of his dad found it when he, you know, found the Tesseract or found the the Tesseract um, weapons, and it's the same color, hmm. blue. So that's the speculation that that's what it is. Stark eyes. But we don't know. Because they never say. Anyway. Uh, so don't, don't just let them have it. Make them work for it. Let us see it created. Let us see the... Like, this could have been an interesting multiple uh, episode arc where it's like they find the gravitonium and then so-and-so realizes they found the gravitonium and sees the things and then puts out... Uh, his little thing. Like we could have seen all of this stuff happening in all of the machinations from different yeah. viewpoints, and then have it all sort of collided with this 
grandiose um, gravity well destroys far off country condominium. You know, like that could have been a really nice build up. Or yeah. you name you name it the way people name elements now. You you name them after famous scientists or the guy who dis- discovered it or yeah, like the guy the country. If if Wade or whatever his name was was the guy who discovered it. Then why couldn't it have been radium? Mm-hmm. I mean, hard scientists are all about having their name on things. Yeah. Or they got his name on things. Or... or, or you know, being the person to name the thing. Yeah. Anyway. So. That, the name pissed me off in case anybody was still in the dark about that. Right. So, uh, <laughs> he, he, um... He has this explosion goes wrong. He finds out that he can uh, manipulate gravity. He takes the entire lab that he was working in, hovers it like a thousand feet in the air, and continues to do experiments and stuff. And then the Avengers fight him, and he loses control, and and the entire facility closes in around him. And then he turns into like this giant fifty foot man of of facility. <laughs> and then he eventually, which sounds cool, which sounds awesome. Uh, he eventually is able to rend himself from the machinery around him. And there's some other like B B side storylines where he tries to um, to woo a waitress person and and yanks her fifty feet in the air or something like that. Because that's totally what's going to make you want a guy. Yeah. Being yeah. Kid- mm-hmm. Into the air. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring back. Oh, his 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 super villain name is Graviton. It'll be interesting if they bring Graviton back, like if he somehow figures out a way to get out of the well and, and smashes through the, the door and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I hope it's, it's something we see either back end of this season or next season, if there is a next season. Next yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, but I, it better not come around too fast. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. Thank you for looking that up. I meant to, and then I didn't, so... No problem. I gotta be good for something. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Good. Um. Yeah. So that's that's Doctor Frank Hall, which is a pretty common name. I knew two kids in high school named Frank Hall. It was weird. That is a little odd. Cool. Uh. Yeah. A lot of good interaction between Sky and Ward this episode with it being mm-hmm. a Sky-centric episode. and There's also being... some really shitty interaction between Sky and Ward. That, that's true. Uh, well, so... Actually, technically it was really shitty stuff between Ward and Coulson about Sky, but like yes. sometimes, sometimes we really like appreciate Ward for his ability to, to do things procedurally, but sometimes he just, he just takes it one step too far and he's just such a dick about it. Yep, that, that's pretty much sums that up yeah there you go that pretty much sums up ward Mm. at this point and it's why i don't love him yet i I know they want me to but i don't yeah i still see him as a poor crossover between melinda may and sky yeah like all he does is serve the purpose of a character that could have easily been taken over by melinda may or sky Mm. That little bit of his backstory is interesting, but he plays it off so glibly that I almost wonder if it's real. 
I think it's real. And I, I think it is real, but I don't know. It, it just something I think that's more of a lack of director knowing how to talk to uh, actors than a character thing. Mm. Yeah, I can believe that. Because there were different, definitely moments where Coulson even, like when he was first meets Dr. Frank Hall and he's all like, Oh, you saying that was not part of our strategy or something along those lines. And yeah. that was just really flat. It was really flat. It was really flat. Nothing yeah. there. And we know he's better than that. I mean, we know the character is better than that. We know Clark Gregg is way better than that. Yeah. So there was a lot more of that in this episode than I've seen before. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, we get a hint that you know there was no truth serum in the pilot. I go back and forth. I don't know about that because it might be worth trying to save face. It might be worth trying to save face, and I don't. We haven't seen that he's that good of an actor at any other time. That's true. You know, Ward as the character, he. He's very flat. He's very straightforward. I don't... I'm not (laughs) entirely sure he could do that. I mean, I'm willing to be convinced. The the part that uh, gets me to believe that that's actually true and that they don't have a truth serum is when he was all like, Gramsy? Because it really didn't fit and it didn't work at all for me. Mm -hmm. It, It could be him over compensating like overplaying it so that yeah but uh he he mentions that there was no true serum and sky mentions it to colson and colson's like really agent ward said that (laughs) interesting (laughs) and just shrugs it off which is a great great colson moment yeah yep uh other should we move on to tech uh, last part I want to say, uh, the setup and payoff part with uh, the gun, it it really worked. And then I, I had a note about, but is she ready to use it? And then at the end, she's like, uh, the, the guy asks him her that same question. She's like, nope, and just runs. I love that. I like that moment a lot, yeah. And, and I have a note. Um, after, you know, after she goes in the water... And she's running around. I have to say that I love that she didn't have her shoes on anymore. I did too. I noticed that and like I didn't put a note down or anything, but it, it was just something in the back of my head. That I was like, that's that's smart. It's a nice touch because she wouldn't be running around in high heels. She wouldn't be running around in high heels. And once she goes in the water, she'd have shed them. I mean, once she hit the water to get out of there in shoes... If she's going up one of those little rung ladders, is not going to be much fun. Mm. It's going to cost her time. She so. was, her costume choice was also really good in the party scene where everyone's in muted grays and blues and she's coming around. In this she's in that hot pink beautiful dress. dress. Yeah. So good, good costume choices for Sky. I have to say. And also, I have to say, as a dude, that watching her run across the lawn in wet dress was <laughs> very distracting. It pulled me right out of the moment. <laughs> Because it got me right into, into the moment. If you well, know what I yeah, mean. I was pretty into it. I was pretty into it. Sorry, lady. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. And Quinn, uh, he, as soon as he realizes that, oh, she's playing him, he just looks at the, the compact as like, yep, this is it, and just snaps it. Too late. I, I thought it was just a great reaction to everything. It, it wasn't over the top. It was straightforward. Like he knew what was going on. You knew he knew what was going on, and it it was just really well done. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him as a character. There wasn't a whole lot of posturing. Um, well, there was some, but you know, not not that overblown. I'm going to tell you all my plans. And pontificate at you. Yeah. Well, he knew how to get it. He knew how to get it, Frank. He knew how to. He knew that when he had a security breach, it was like, all right, call security. And then she was like, she did the right move, where she sort of sold out Shield in order to sort of get on his good half. But like, he he's not one of those guys who's got the. He doesn't have a self-destruct button, you know. He's not one of those crazy villains who's who's all about the grandiosity. Except for the neodymium laser fence. Right. We're going to get to that in a minute. We're getting to that. We're, we have a note about that when we get to tech. <laughs> well, Which I'm could... good on character if you guys want to segue in. I am prepared. All right, let's check it out. Gravitonium is an extremely rare high atomic numbered element. That powers the device. So extremely rare that most people didn't believe it existed. Much less the theory that an isolated positive charge... Yeah, would turn the flow from isotropic... Guys... High school job out here. How does the device work again? Well, gravitonium distorts gravity fields within itself, causing an undulating amorphous shape. Which causes these um, wiggly bits here. But when an electric current is applied, the gravitonium solidifies. And those gravity fields erupt randomly, changing the rules of gravity around it. Well, so now you can imagine what would happen to a big rig at 100 kilometers per hour. Or, uh, well, you could just remember because we saw it already, didn't we? Yeah. Neodymium fence. Have we actually seen, besides the destroyer weapon, a weaponized laser in this universe? I don't know. And and technically the repulsor. The Chitauri weapons, but... Yeah. Not not a laser Nothing along the lines that would yeah, think of a, a laser a fence. Yeah, we have a field of laser fence that does not seem to be generated from any specific thing. Yeah. Nor does it have any specific height or power limitation. We just know that it's strong enough to burn dirt and stop a bullet. And mm-hmm. vaporize a gun. Yeah. And vaporize an entire gun. That's been lazily tossed in this direction. Although I like that it was invisible until things started hitting it. That was a nice touch. But if that kind of technology exists, why don't they have that like everywhere? Everywhere. And why more importantly, how did shit? people get into the party? Also, well, through the front gate. It, oh, okay. So there's a just a front gate that is not covered by that. That seems like I don't know. It, it was something that should have been addressed with, with a line of dialogue. Like, yeah, the only part where you could get through the fence is through this gate or something just, along those lines. I just, think yeah. that, I just think that the entirety of the idea of a laser fence to reset was was too too absurd. Like we've had, we've got a gravity well, which I'm which I can get behind. We have an, it's I'm, enough absurd, you know. It's beyond that realm that we've gone into superhero territory, well, and it's 
believable. And it's something that we want that yeah. we want uh, as as a species. We want to be able to create a gravity. We want to be able to create gravity so that we can have gravity in space. You know, it's something that I feel like we've probably worked on. Is how do we make how do we how do we generate an artificial gravity field? Laser fields, save for like being able to detect movement, you know, um, like a security laser field is, is one thing. But to have a, a field of detrimental energy that will burn you to a crisp in an instant, it's just, it's just too far. And it's not eating up the entire power of the country of Malta. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it could have been something fixed with this being the finale of an arc so that you can build up to it and build some sort of precedent in there. Yeah. yeah. Or like he's experimenting with it in episode one, he's got a, a field of it in episode two, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's protecting the one, you know, hole in his giant canyon of, like, it's a limited amount. This, this We can only presume that this fence extends around the entire compound. Otherwise, why wouldn't they just find a different way to go in? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, if you have that fence, why have patrols? The yeah. wi- the Wi-Fi hack box, I understand. The um, everything else that we saw in this episode, I could get behind, except for gravitonium and this this laser this laser wall fence. Yeah, pretty the, much the death fence. It's only sort of a tech comment, but I loved. Um, Sky's comment on them being in her ear as Siri if it works. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Oh, I also loved the effects that they used in the uh, the final fight between Frank and, and Coulson where they're yeah, in the where they're in the around. crazy gravity room. Mm-hmm. And, and pouring the whiskey and it was going sideways out the bottle, but he still looked like he was sitting normally. It was yeah. all very it was all very well produced. For a cheap TV show, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's obviously no Inception, but it reminded me a lot oh, of Inception. Yeah, that fight scene was great. Well, pills and depression of that, thanks. <laughs> I mean... Well, didn't they actually, like, build a yes. spinning hallway for Inception? Yeah, two, actually. One vertically and one horizontally. Yep. It always works better if you can do it real. Any other tech notes? Uh, I mean, we see... I've I've got notes for asset protection, which is the truck at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, a little over the top, but it makes sense. At least they're not... You know, the villain is not some guy who can control metal, like a metal truck, like x Like a Magneto? Yeah. Yeah, it certainly looked like it was Magneto at first, except it looked like they were hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that they flew like 100 feet in the air was, it wasn't like they were colliding with something. It looked like they were being, I, I, like I was assuming was it was a, a telepath. Teleporter. No, a telepath. No, not te- telepath? Telekinetic. Sorry, telekinetic. Telekinetic. Yeah. Sorry. Tele, tele, mind things. Yeah, I'm glad it was a de- device a gravity device and not you know some guy moving things with his mind which is a thing in this universe but then we're bringing in all sorts of extra Uh, base i can't even describe it (laughs) that was good that was a good moment i love i was glad that he wasn't dead i love the heads-up display in the truck because it i that's where i want that's where i want navigator technology to go 
Mm-hmm. I want you to, to be able to extend your GPS onto the thing and have it give you a little projection of what road you should be taking in life. Oh, that would be so much easier. Wouldn't it? Not turn and then <laughs> recalculate. <laughs> Take exit Turn right to- here. Oh, you missed it, dumbass. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, we get uh, some Fitz tech with the full spectrum goggles. Full spectrum goggles were pretty cool, yeah. And I'm pretty sure those would be easy. Like you have the, the the glasses frames, and then you use plexiglass with LEDs in the in the rim, so it just shines down through the plexiglass, and that's what the full spectrum goggles look like. Yeah. Probably. I kind of liked that since they're so tech heavy on everything, and we had some tech eye views in episode two. I kind of liked that we didn't see it from her perspective. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it would have gotten very chintzy and very gimmicky. Yeah, and there's not the, really like any the, way to show full spectrum, seeing as we can't see full spectrum. That's also true. But I do like the way that she did choose to show it, which was to throw dirt into it. And, and it suddenly the we dirt, had a little cyclone. The dirt's pelting everybody. It was hilarious. <laughs> okay, enough. Stop this. Stop back, it. Stop it. <laughs> Yelling his name does not make him work faster. Okay, apparently it does. Oh, okay, apparently it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of good little quips in there, too. Yeah. yeah, lots of quips. Well, shall we segue into quotes? Do yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, we have a couple of things that are kind of quotes and kind of character. If you remember, we mentioned uh, Colson in that last... Um, in our speculations. In our, in our speculations. That last little thing with him and, and May, May in his office, in his office and the should-be muscle memory. Yeah. And I'm a little rusty, which gets said a couple times. Three times. Three Ooh. times. Twice by him, once by May. And that might just be that it's that he says it twice in order to set it up for the joke for May to say it the third time. But... It did, but the scene was so short that it seemed forced. If that was the case, yeah. Well, he said, "I'm a little rusty." The first time, to himself. No, when he's taking off, uh, trying to take the gun apart before Ward throws it into the um, laser fence. Ooh, Ward says it. No. No, Colson says it. He, says, says, he it. says it twice in that scene. Also, he says it once when he's trying to do it by himself, and then May comes in and he says it to her, and then she says it to him. Yeah. Here's my here's this is sort of this is sort of speculation sort of quote when he says it should be muscle memory, the idea is the the mus the memories are with the muscle like his muscles are so used to doing it subconsciously that he should just be able to pop it. And I think mm-hmm. we've seen him. I think we've seen him just throw a gun like that before, in one of the movies somewhere. Maybe in one of the one-offs. It, in on a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. And uh, and so maybe he has new muscles because it did look it did look surprisingly clumsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, being resurrected, technically, I guess you could argue those are new muscles. However, yeah. if he's rusty, he could be a robot, perhaps, or a life model decoy. I want to believe. Here's my thing: if it, if he was if he was a Cyberman, if he was a uh, What's the word I was looking for? Android? Android. And he had muscle enhancements and things. We wouldn't see him struggling with it. We'd see him accidentally ripping them apart. Like he goes to pull the 
and bends it in half or something. Like something ridiculous happens because he doesn't have control of the new strength. Yeah. Um, if, and if he is completely um, like new body, new body, new everything, it's got to be at least partially organic because he was bleeding. Mm. Here's the other interesting fact about uh, Frank. What's his name? Hall. Hall. Uh, there, is, there is precedence in Frank Hall's story that leads us to a certain character named Division. Which is something that we had speculated before. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quickly. Zach's vision. Hall again returned to battle the Avengers in revenge, but during the battle, the vision made his intangible android body with Hall's, then increased his density, causing Hall's uh, density. density to collapse in on itself. Hall was thus shunted from reality, finding himself in another dimension. So there are worlds in Marvel where, or there are storylines in Marvel where the vision and Frank Hall come, come at each other. Come at each other, bro. Um, <laughs> where Frank goes at Vision, bro. I'm sorry. I can't Just make stop. this work. Don't do it. So the theory with the Vision being New Coulson may have some credo. Interesting. That'll that'll be good to look out for. Um, other quotes I have there's a moment where Melinda May hands Sky this huge stack of papers and I'm just like Sky is the intern of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now <laughs> yeah she is <laughs> that was great yeah. Uh, my, yeah my only quote was should be muscle memory I think well I've got I've got a great quote I think from um Sky when they're right after she gets the gun in that payoff moment and the bodyguard says kids got balls and she <laughs> says thanks but yuck. Yeah. And my one is from just before that moment where he goes, she, she, he's got the gun to her face and she's like, or maybe she was just a big brother protecting the little brother who all he wanted was some cake. You know what? Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I liked it. And I think my favorite quote from the episode is when they're talking about the plan and she's just like, all right, got it. Plan, green, drop, walk, pie. Just, just <laughs> recaps an entire conversation in, in a few words. It's, it's good times. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm still interested to see how her rising tide ties kick in. Yeah, and I'm glad they're not diving into that right away. Yeah. Because now she's, you know, fully getting into S.H.I.E.L.D., so is she also moving away from rising tide? But she was fully into that last episode. Yeah, she's all in. So, interesting yeah, so conflict building. Yeah. You see her being pulled in multiple directions. There's a lot of character conflict. There's a lot of inter inner conflict. I like it. I like it. It's nice. I'm excited to see May return to the field on her own accord. Mm-hmm. 
I'm excited yeah. to see some ass. Uh, Coulson scrub off some of the rust. Yeah. And it may be interesting, once May's into the field, the interactions between her and Ward, because Ward obviously has some serious hero worship going on with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like I like that Sky's being combat trained, and I like that she's taking it seriously now. Mm-hmm. Because it gives her a good chance and a good reason to start gaining some of those muscle skills. No, you can't be the only angle. Shield's thorough enough to know about me and my exploits. Takes more than a pretty face to disarm me. Sir, we have a security breach. Oh, the timing on that was perfect. Dr. Hall, Agent Coulson, we have an exit strategy. Shield? Yes, sir. Let's get you out of here. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Coulson. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'll be honest. Our strategy did not take into consideration you saying that. Good. Uh, shall we get into predictions? Yes. Yeah. I don't okay. know if we've got much to speculate after this episode. Like, they didn't do a ton of, of like, long arc prediction stuff. Stay for teasing at the idea of a uh, of a graviton. Yeah, um, so that'll happen eventually. Probably. Yeah. Unless it's just like that that horror movie moment at the end where it's like, oh no, he's man, trapped. He can't get out. Yeah, yeah, it could be either because it's either he's trapped in there for real, trapped, or it's the. It's just gonna take him some time. It's gonna take to him some it. time to control it, and then he's gonna be out, and then nothing is going to hold him. He's going to be out, and he's going to be pissed. He's going to be pissed. Uh, the Coulson predictions are still Coulson predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we haven't really narrowed anything down there. Well, we, the, only thing, the only thing we've seen is that he's not comfortable in his own body. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good it way might, to put it. And it might be that he, it might just be that he's quote-unquote rusty, but he was only out for, what, three months? Although if he wasn't doing a whole lot, that is plenty of time to get actual, like, human rusty. Yeah, that's fair. It depends on what he was doing. We don't know. He was drinking Mai Tais. And... <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's what he was doing. Getting a massage from someone whose grasp of English was irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. <laughs> that was a good line. Uh, I... I, I still think we're going to see a Sky Double Cross at some point in time. Yep. But I think that in doing so, she's going to cause more harm than good and realize that the, she decided the line that she wants to be on. Oh, yeah. I mean, that it's pretty obvious where it's going. It's not yeah. that big a deal. We keep, they keep showing her getting more and more insight into the people and the, and the things that she'll do to protect people. And I think she just keeps getting more and more... Uh, attuned to the big picture. Yes, she still has those moments of, wow, isn't that cool, before she looks around and realizes, oh, well, maybe intellectually, but for all the people who are there, not so much. Yeah. And this idea of free information, free technology, almost led to someone being able to avoid the gravitational field. Yeah. 
Which is not good. Which is not good at all. <laughs> or the antimatter asteroid that we don't know anything about yet. Yeah, I'd like to see yeah, a flashback. Right. Yeah, they could flashback that. that Good. Cool. Uh, anything else? I... Yeah, not much to predict after this episode. No, I think that's it. I think I'm good. Yeah, I think that's cool. it for me. I said I think if I had to rank this one, it would probably be on par with the first episode. Easily I... in the top three so far. <laughs> oh yes absolutely top three episodes yeah totally. I just don't think I don't it wasn't it didn't uh, it wasn't as good as episode two I liked episode two a lot my initial watch I liked it better but that's just because it felt quicker the, the pace was a little better and the action worked better but right. after delving into it and realizing that it's, it's pretty cliche and yeah it, it's it's Somewhere between one and two, I think. I might, I might have liked one more. Just because I feel like I feel like the things that took me out of this episode were the the big question marks and the big halting, jarring technical jargon like nidium laser fence or whatever, and and gravin gravitonium. They're just two big technical things that I feel like I couldn't stand in my head, which is too bad because I think if they just said he was getting, he got, you know, we found a way to generate graviton particles, I'd be like, oh yeah, no, that sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds right. But no, we had to create an element that is always in this weird amorphous black holey thing and then spin metal around it. It 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 just didn't work for me. Yeah, I'm not loving the element creation there, really. So. And I've already, you know, addressed my problems with the name. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Good. Well, um, let's sign off, and then do you guys want to do a quick uh, quote-unquote spoiler segment where we talk about what's coming up? Sure. Sure. Cool. So if you don't want to listen to the spoiler segment, uh, you can find us at the Colson or sorry, Colson lives podcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at Colson lives podcast at gmail.com. Definitely rate and review us on iTunes and like us on Facebook so we can find more people. And that's always mm-hmm. a good choice. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at amazing base. That's amazing. B a S S. And I am Daniel Jaynes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate-Hawk. Cool. So see you next week for an episode titled I Spy. Now again, slowly, what's first? (laughs) And then? Then things are moving too quickly. I'm a proper southern girl. You'll make me untidy. Twist the thumb, palm the barrel. You're going to die and leave us hanging out to dry. You know that? You're going in with no self-defense skills. I have a few tricks up my sleeve. You need muscle memory, fundamentals, the tools to turn yourself. Into a whole bag of tools. How did you learn computer science without committing yourself to it? CS comes naturally to me. I'm sorry I'm not naturally whatever you are. You think this came naturally? I had a brother who beat the crap out of me. Me and my little brother. For nothing. For eating a piece of his birthday cake. I had to learn. 
to protect us the way I am trying to protect you. That was my moment. You asked. Sorry. Didn't mean to push. But I did manage to take this. Getting the gun is one thing. Pulling the trigger, that is another. Now, again, slowly, what's first? And now, time for our brand new spoiler segment. Yeah. Uh, I don't want another spoilers. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the spoiler segment, uh, we don't really have any huge hard spoilers. We'll just call it soft spoilers right now. And next episode, as I said, is I Spy. I read somewhere that it might be dealing with Coulson's past a little bit. So hopefully we'll get an answer or two or hints at an answer. Yeah, I'd rather have hints. I would much rather have hints. I don't want them to tell me. At least I don't want them to tell me yet. I'm definitely going to hit a point where I want to know for sure. If they just tell us, how are we going to have a speculation as part of our podcast? We'll speculate on other things. We'll speculate on what to speculate on. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's next week. The following week is an episode titled Girl in the Flower Dress. It sounds like a Doctor Who episode. It does sound like that. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, not much else to talk about there. <laughs> do cool. we have any known casting things? Or anything yes, like we that? do. Why, thank you for bringing that up, Rudy. You're welcome. The following episode is episode six. It doesn't have a name yet, but we are getting Titus Welliver reprising his role as Agent Blake. Now, if you don't know who that is, that's because you probably haven't seen the Marvel one-shot, item 47. He's the guy who's kind of the main shield guy during that short. So he's he's going to be coming in, making a bit of a cameo in episode six. Cool. Very cool. Like I said, soft spoilers for right now. Not <laughs> much that's going to give away anything. Oh, there's actually a Titus Willover person. In- like a person whose name is Titus Willover. I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. It's not, it's not the right guy. Anyway. Okay. Cool. So that'll wrap up our spoiler segment. Um, Short yeah. though it is this time. Someday it'll be longer, I'm sure. Tune in this week. Uh, again, I'm Daniel James. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hengatok. Yeah. Cool. Keep an eye open for a new episode of the Real Girl Podcast. Yeah, be up two days after this one, in theory. In theory. Used to have this down. Should be just muscle memory. You're making a habit of it, sir. Trying. I guess I'm a little rusty. Of these close calls, I mean. I don't enjoy running back end. You want off the plane? Go ahead. I want in. Reporting for combat. Next time it's up. You committed to the cause? Or just watching my back? Same thing. And you are a little rusty. 
your brothers. Where'd you grow up? Massachusetts, mostly. A house? You didn't? One house. Brodies. Mm. I was nine. Sent me back to St. Agnes after a month. So I wasn't a good fit. Foster parents. You first? Maybe third. I'd heard it before, but this one was different. Because you wanted them to like you. Bad. I called her mom once. Tried it out. Guess it wasn't a good fit. Hoping for something and losing it hurts more than never hoping for anything. We won't turn our back. Doesn't matter. I made my choice. I want this. Dad. And I know there's a truth here. Whatever you say, Ruby. The Emerald Archer. Battling Bowman, Ali, whatever name you know him by, he is best known as Oliver Queen, the billionaire playboy who was stranded on an island for five years, forcing him to become the Arrow. Join us as we follow his journey to clean up the mess his father helped create in Starling City. I am Daniel Janes. I'm Chris O'Neill. I'm Laurel Mers. And I'm Rudy Schubach. And you should check out Rogue Arrow Podcast, where we talk about the CW show Arrow. You can find us at roguearrow.blogspot.com or by searching iTunes or Facebook for Rogue Arrow Podcast. him can't we he's one of ours we're gonna try in the attackers invisible wait invisible <laughs> cool but terrible Bob! we come from the net blogs websites podcasts to this place the, the mainframe main chronicle, chronicle. Our format, podcasters, to analyze and discuss, to discuss the shows we love. Their strengths and flaws. We discuss them until our jobs ache. Software pirates. This is bad. This is very bad. Megabyte hit a delete command in the mask, just like you said. Only he didn't know because I should have copied and pasted the truth from the start. I am the Crimson Dino. So 
your time. <sighs> Be careful, young Enzo. Remember that anything worthwhile takes time. What we have here is a failure to network. Well, get to work, you two. I don't keep you around for your brains now, do I? No, sir! Not our brains! Absolutely not! The monkeys are restless, and my dog has fleas over. This is gonna take millions and millions of nanoseconds! This might even take one whole second! They say the listener lives outside the net. And listens to podcasts. No one knows for sure. But we intend to find out. out. Mainframe Chronicle. Join us as we explore the world of Mainframe and the adventures of Bob, Dot, and Enzo in the Mainframe Chronicle podcast. You can find us at mainframechronicle.blogspot.com, on Twitter at mfchronicle, or on Facebook and iTunes by searching Mainframe Chronicle Podcast. The movie game is a game that Rudy and I play where we come up with a starting point and an ending point, and we try to get there using the same rules as Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, essentially. More often than not, it just sort of devolves into uh, a vehicle for which you talk about awesome movies. But yeah, that's sort of the, the bare bone structure from, what, from the way I play it. Yes, so Rudy, what are we going to be <laughs> starting off with? Uh, we're starting with uh, Drive. So we're going from Drive to Goldfinger. We're going to connect them somehow. You want to start or you want me to start? I'll say we got the movie Drive. We're going to Ryan Gosling just because he's the only one who wanted to sing it. I guess exactly. <laughs> okay, Ryan Gosling is also in The Notebook. Uh, I don't know The Notebook yeah. either. Uh, wait, awesome. who's in that? Someone, um... Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Another name I don't know. So maybe Drive uh, is not the best in, place Oh, no, I got this one. Okay. Uh, Rachel McAdams was in uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Awesome. Um, that's Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. I think I'll go Vince Vaughn. I feel like he's more okay. connected. Let's go Vince Vaughn to uh, his early work, Swingers. We'll go John Favreau. Uh, so let's go with John Favreau to. He was in a bunch of movies recently. He was in um, I Love You Man. Pretty much all the Marvel movies. He was. He was in specifically Iron Man. And in Iron Man, there was. Can we go through. Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Yeah, so either of the. We can go through either of the guys who played Colonel James Rhodes, or we can go through. Robert Downey was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. With Val Kilmer? Yeah. Val Kilmer was in... Val Kilmer was in... Val Kilmer was in Batman Forever. Which so was... Which was... Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, Jones and, and Jim, Jim Carrey. Tommy Lee Jones. He's got to have been in a movie that we can go through. A lot of people will give us crap because they're like, you should be trying to find the shortest route. And it's like, that's not the point. That's not the point. No, no. <laughs> I mean, this isn't a great example because we're not stopping and talking about all the movies. But right. that's what we normally do, and that's usually what this game is played for. 
Okay. So, uh, so we got Tommy Lee Jones. We're gonna go Tommy Lee Jones to. What was he? He was in something less modern. We gotta start moving backwards. He was in the Fugitive. Fugitive. Uh, Harrison Ford. Well, that'll get us to um, Harrison Ford exactly. Harrison Ford's uh, an older actor, which means he'll be in movies closer to that country. Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh no! Yes, you're right. He played Indy's father, and there you go. Harrison Ford to Sean Connery through Last Crusade to James Bond Goldfinger. Bam! Awesome. Well. Anyway, so that's that's an example of the movie <laughs> game. Yay! We made it. Check out the Cinemasters podcast at thecinemasters.blogspot.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Cinemasters Podcast.